Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Eye of the Watchers podcast, where we give you all the support and insight you need to get hyped about League of Legends esports. I'm Sam, aka Just Casual. Here I have with me Manny, aka Manster. Yo, and uh, we are going to be talking about what the hell happened on Week Nine because it was a freaking long, long weekend. We're going to be talking about playoffs and our predictions for that. So stay tuned for all that information if you're interested. I think we will have timestamps this week in the episode description so if you want to skip to that check the description below so let's start with it um week nine let's i guess first thing we should talk about c9 and echo fox dropped hard especially like if we're talking about the end of the split echo fox was on the decline c9 was on the decline which made all these tiebreaker scenarios happen what do we think about cloud nine and echo fox right now I still think they're good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, we we were hyping them up a lot because, uh, like halfway through the split, they were eight and one, right? Yeah, uh, each. I'm pretty sure. And after that, they only won three games. So, you know, like <laughs> that's that's kind of they. Yeah, I think Cloud Nine went three and six, and Echo Fox went four and five. Yeah, not not good. I mean, they they pretty much had a lot of one and one weeks, if not zero and two weeks. So that yeah, let everyone catch yeah. up. It's it's, it's yeah, because I mean, you know, we we were sure like yes, it was going to be an eighteen zero, and a lot of us put C nine very highly the past two weeks. But I think there were still warning signs because mm-hmm. uh, two weeks uh, when we did our last episode for predictions there was the first time we saw C9 and Echo Fox really drop the ball against teams that they genuinely shouldn't have, right? Uh, I mean, C9 lost to COG, right? And uh, I think so did Fox. So it's mm-hmm. like, there were clear warning signs. And I think, I don't know if these teams have been until, you know, I don't know if they've been just completely underperforming but i think i think it's a mixture of both right they weren't able to adapt properly to the new patch mm-hmm. uh as this is 8.5 out the rest of the playoffs will be played in as well uh they just they didn't adapt right and that like you said let other teams just skyrocket up there yeah yeah it's been interesting because uh echo fox decided to do something and i I actually want to talk about this we're talking about this a little bit before we started the record button but echo fox decided to play with two subs this last week and i think the official statement on that was to kind of like let them rest because they just didn't really care about that first seed or the playoff buy and they thought they were pretty confident they would they would still get it so we saw Demonte in the mid lane replacing Phoenix or substituting, sorry, Phoenix and Papa Papa Chow. Chow, yeah, yeah, yeah Papa, Chow Papa Chow, giving Adrian a rest, and we actually saw them do pretty well. Echo Fox went one and one this week, so they uh, they did win a game with those wow. subs. Technically, they went one and two. One and two, yeah, with the tiebreakers. (laughs) And I'm actually kind of suspicious about this because we have heard PR statements that are like, hey, we are just trying this out. And then next week's like, hey, look who just got kicked off the roster. Um, It is playoffs, so it sounds pretty crazy to switch up the rosters at this point, especially when you end the split second place anyways. But what are your thoughts on this, Manny? 
Um, I mean, I think, uh, especially Demonte, I think is very flexible with putting him in Phoenix. He, he played really well against mm-hmm. some really tough opposition, right? Um, and I don't know. I think like it's okay, but it, it is kind of suspicious. And I think the only th- main reason it's suspicious is because we don't really see this, right? The yeah. only other team we'd seen this with was FlyQuest because they weren't really up there fighting necessarily. Yeah. But their uh, academy teams were up there. So they were like the closest teams in terms of kind of like skill level. Between right? the academy and main roster? Be- yep. Yeah, between academy and main roster. And we saw that. And I mean, we said that uh, it might have not been the best, right? But doing this so late, it, it is kind of suspicious. But I think at the same time, it might be an overreaction from people on the outside because we don't mm-hmm. know everything, right? Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I think like it's still. I mean, it's still decent, right? It's 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 still they still played well, and I think it's just they're rookies. Oh well, Papa Chow is a rookie. Demonte has had some practice, and it shows, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So, I, I mean, I know both of them were pretty, or especially DeMonte had a tweet of, like, he was really upset. And it's like, he shouldn't be. Like, he played really well, <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, he still got his team into a bye, right? There was a chance that it would have been a seven-way tie, or a six-way tie for first. Um, but Echo Fox didn't win, didn't lose their first game, right? Mm-hmm. And the second game they played was against a surging 100 Thieves. So, yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it's like super negative, but it is going to be interesting. We don't know who's going to start in playoffs, and I think that's kind of like the most worrying something. Yeah, um, I mean, we could assume that it's probably Phoenix and Adrian based off of that statement. You know, they're just we're giving our some of our players a break, and I was actually surprised it was Phoenix and Adrian, and that that's kind of why it worries me. Like I would expect maybe Huni and Dardock or something, but because you have these two players that have had. Actually, a lot of their players have had attitude issues in the past, but two players that have had attitude issues and might not be performing the best, which makes it a little suspicious. That being said, another point I want to make about Echo Fox is that I always feel like when we've seen in the past, players kind of try to game the system of the end of the week and not worrying or end of the season and not worrying about where their standings are. I think we saw CLG do this and like just forfeit like three weeks or two weeks in a row and boot camp in Korea. This was like season like three or four. And then they lost the first playoff game and they, they got kicked out when they, they were like first or second place, I think uh, go, taking their hiatus. And I think there's been other teams that have kind of like kind of checked out at the end of the season and they've been punished for it. So that kind of worries me about Fox because I feel like if it they could have just taken the last week easy with Phoenix and Adrian and just kind of tested stuff out and expected to lose or go 1-1. But they actually decided to take a break. And I don't know, breaks just vacations always seem to worry me when we talk about LCS, you know? Yeah, it wasn't too kind for G2 going to MSI. Um, I mean, I I think, again, this is something with franchising, right? Mm -hmm. We don't know exactly how teams are going to function with it. it. Like, maybe one or two years down the line, this is normal, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, I mean, you always hear about in the NFL and other sports, usually in the NFL, like the last week, if you already clinched your spot, you just let your guys take a week off, you know? You make sure they don't get injured, you know, like, 
uh, it's kind of like another week for them to get better. That way, you know, they're, they're strong. Um, it's just going to be interesting how we see in the LCS. I think it's, again, it has, it has had bad connotations, but I don't think it's necessarily too worrisome this, this time yeah. around. I'm actually really disappointed we didn't see like super troll picks this week. Like, uh, I mean, Optic Gaming did pull out AP Ezreal, but then they won. So, <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, I mean, it, it was a troll pick, but at the same time, I think everyone was, like, cheering on for CLG, right? Everyone's like, yeah, CLG, 6-0 finish, it's going to be hype. And then TSM beat C9, and Team Liquid beat... Um, whoever they had the verse or team liquid beat c9 mm. tsm beat golden guardians and clg were like well it's pointless to even try now <laughs> and then they lost to off the gaming and it's just like it was sad i mean i i wish yeah i wish we saw some more troll picks but th- there was literally no room mm-hmm. for it aside from like optic gaming yeah because everywhere else it had playoff picture like connotations mm-hmm. Including the first game of Sunday, which was C9 versus FlyQuest, which C9 lost, right? Mm-hmm. And that caused a huge five-way tie that made <sighs> our predictions go boom. Yeah. Right? Like we we were like, oh yeah, C9's gonna do this, dude. I had the bold prediction that Fox was gonna make it the top two. I was wrong. <laughs> it was C9 that was gonna make the top Close two. Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. Um, oh, I think, yeah, I was the only one that said one of the top two wasn't going to be in the top two. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, five-way, uh, five, yeah, four-way tie was just boom, right? Like, blew up blew up the predictions. And um, it was due to a lot of things, right? And I think the teams that struggled early just were on fire late, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we talk about team. Uh, we talk about C nine and Fox starting off the split eight and one, and then going three and six and um, four and five respectively. But you have teams like, um, what's their name? A hundred thieves. There we go. That ended the split eight and one, or TSM that ended the split seven two. It just you know like. The slump and then the highs were like even to to make sure like it went perfectly right mm-hmm. for for this to be like a a crazy week. It was a crazy week. It was so good. I recommend everyone that didn't watch the games this weekend to at the bare minimum to watch the highlights because they were actually really exciting yeah, games, especially were. the last day. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we saw a lot of the I think the experienced brands do really well the second half of the split. I mean, like CLG, even though they dropped the ball they did really yeah. well ending the split you know they went yeah I think until, they until like this last week yeah, <laughs> yeah. Had, uh, no but it was yeah. it was good they had four four wins in a row mm-hmm. i think they had a four wins in a row after we boldly predicted that they weren't gonna win for the rest <laughs> of the split right yeah and they didn't beat easy opposition right they beat c9 they beat fox like they he played really well yep. and it just came to like this last week when i think if either Team Liquid or TSM had lost, CLG possibly does go five and one, if not six and zero, mm-hmm. right? But once they lost and there was no way to get into playoffs, they like kind of like yeah, that, dropped the ball. The right? last they were one like, doesn't matter. This, this last loss. I mean. Yeah, 
Yeah. I feel you. So it was it was just all over the place. But again, it still meant other stuff for other teams to so like team 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 solo mid just destroy them that mm-hmm. last game. And it's just like I don't know. It's it's interesting. Like looking into playoffs, I'm super excited because I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it is super exciting. So talking about that, we mentioned hundred thieves. They ended eight and one. They go off of a they just went crazy and they stole that first place spot or deserved it. How good are 100 Thieves? Like, their games are definitely interesting to watch. Sometimes you feel like, why didn't they close them out faster? But at the same time, I feel like if you watch them really closely, you realize that they're super clean, but maybe not clean enough to finish those games faster. I'm not really sure. What do you think? Um, so They're definitely the top two teams going into playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't mean that even in standings. I think disregarding standings, we we probably will see, and we'll talk more about predictions, but I think TSM and 100 Thieves are probably the most dangerous teams to encounter in playoffs. I do not want to think about Prali or Song in a <laughs> best of five, best of three scenario. Like That's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like they're they're just on fire, right? And it's like they had they had some really clean games. But for example, like against Echo Fox, that was a long game. Mm-hmm. It was close, right? And there was a lot of execution mistakes in some aspects, right? Um, and it's not even like you you I say that to you. Who do you think will have execution mistakes? Yeah, probably yeah. Cody Son, probably Medios, mm-hmm. right? Maybe Ryu. Someday, right? Was one of their big, like, missing pieces. And I love Someday, right? Like, I I think it's impossible to not love Someday. (laughs) Uh, Especially after watching the heist episode on him. But it's it's hard, right? It still feels like this team is very one-dimensional of if we win bot, we win game. But there's one team that you can't do that too easily against. And that's TSM, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like Sven and Mithy, yeah, maybe they had a rough beginning of the game, but at no point did Mithy hard lose a game, like a lane, maybe aside from the last Liquid game, but they play the map better, right? So it's going to be interesting how like they iron out, especially with this week off, right? Uh, and I've said this before, it's so much easier to prepare for one person once you know who it is, right? Yeah. Especially like the week before. So... For example, let's say a hundred thieves, um, you know, whoever they verse, right? And TSM make it on the other side, they're probably gonna be scrimming a lot, right? Like a hundred th- thieves in TSM, they probably will scrim a good amount of time. Mm-hmm. Or maybe them and Echo Fox, like they'll they'll scrim the other side of the bracket. Yep. Um and just being able to prepare for one team. And having a week for that and making sure you prepare for three matches is so much easier than preparing for two teams, you know, in one week and for two different days and a best of one. So I think they are a strong team. Someday still worries me. And if that doesn't happen, then like just how will mid function once Ryu doesn't get rise? Because I didn't make my bold prediction two weeks ago that if Ryu got rise... That game was over. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure every time Ryu got rise, they won that game. So yeah, I mean, 
it's interesting because so 100 Thieves has this really annoying play style, right? At least that's what they've their long games and their notable games have been those like really long, long drawn out ones where Ryu is on rise and just kind of like playing around with everyone on the map and like just like it's it's really hard to play against 100 Thieves because I think when you look at their macro, it's really really clean. Medios is spending a lot like they're all spending a lot of time warding and clearing vision and always taking like the easy play like they just wait 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 oh someone's out of position here's the Talia alt oh here's the Baron take like in like five seconds it's just crazy and it's that's definitely something really hard to deal with when it's not just a team that's going to try to force siege and like fight you 5v5 because at least you can kind of I'll play them in a 5v5 or or take advantage of a bad engage and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I really like 100 Thieves, like you mentioned. I think Someday is scary because if you just talk about like a Someday Hanser or Someday Huni matchup, if Sunday misses a rupture off of a gank that's supposed to be clean, like with the Skarner and... We saw Skarner and Choga or Medios and Someday not laying their CC right, and that was pretty much all on Someday to time it. And he missed it three or four times in a row on three or four ganks in a row in the, um, what game was that? 100 Thieves versus Echo Fox. Was it Echo game, Fox? Game one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, no, it was, it was a solo one. It was against uh, Clutch Gaming. Oh, it At least was the one against, that I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're, you're right, because... Against the Echo Fox, they only played uh, Zach. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So then, because of that, it's like you can't do that against Huni if he's like counterpicked you and like playing like a, something that can kill you, right? Could you imagine missing a skill shot on Huni when he's like, nah, and just nope, he you're turns dead. it like two, uh, like he turns it for a one, uh, two for one or something. Yeah. yeah, and and that that's what like you know you need to worry about but again medios has been playing out of his mind afromo mm -hmm. has been playing out of his mind cody's son is just putting really like they're asking a lot for cody's son and he's been able to deliver consistently yeah right? he's had no problem like they were mentioning on the stat like the one there was one game this weekend where it's like oh my gosh cody's son's worst performance he had two he had two deaths he hasn't he had, more had, than had more than one than, death yeah. yeah he hasn't had more than one death in like the past like, since <laughs> like, the second half of the squeeze. Yeah, like, no, it was it was it was like that. Like it was second since they've been going eight and one. It's he only crazy. had one game where he died more than once. That's absolutely and it was nuts. the last day of the season, and it was I think a tiebreaker. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even the first game. So and, and he was the, playing Jin, right? It's not like mm -hmm. he's playing uh, Lucian. It's not like he's playing you know a safe AD carry. Like no, he's playing Jin. Like. A really positioning like um and you know I, I was watching i i play a lot of Jin, and i was watching his games and it, he really understood the concept of what you need to build against certain matchups so it was really nice to see mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean again with that in mind it's like they're still very one-dimensional i feel like mm. you know and it's like it feels kind of like the echo fox in the first half of the split in a sense of not as clean in macro, because I, I will give that to 100 Thieves. Their macro is really immaculate, and it's kind of hard not to have one with Aphromo, right? <laughs> um, but Echo Fox is the team that you always play through top, and there's no other way about it, right? Mm -hmm. When teams start abusing their bot lane, 
there was nothing to do about it. They lost so many games just purely on that, right? Mm-hmm. What if that happens on the Sunday side, right? What if he is massively behind and it's a Chogat that doesn't matter, right? He's not tanky enough. He He's died like three times in a row. Like, it could happen, right? So it, yeah. it's 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 just, it's something scary. But I also think just this extra week will, it'll be fine. So I think, I think they're still one of the strongest, if not the strongest team going in for sure. Yep. All right. So what is the, oh, actually one more thing I want to talk about too. The one thing that I think is absolutely amazing with 100 Thieves is that you have a good coach that's able to draft like just really good comps and not necessarily super, super simple comps. He's drafted like, I remember against the TSM game against the Galio, like Camille engaged, like 100 Thieves played that really long game, but they seemed like they're in control the whole time and they were really smart about how they played against the TSM comp. Probably comes up with these comps, drafts them, and then not only do they have a winning comp, but 100 Thieves, all their five players can play that. You know, I think we saw early in TSM's uh, split where Song is doing really well in drafting, but TSM wasn't able to execute on that. Second split, second part of the split, that has changed because I think they've simplified stuff and they've been getting a lot better. But 100 Thieves show that they can draft and play that comp. Yeah, I Did mean, I hurt you? <laughs> no, 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 I completely agree. I, I was just going to say, you said they've been playing it a lot better. I'm like, holy shit, they have. <laughs> yeah, and, and, 360. And I think it's the time to ask the age-old question. Mm-hmm. Is it so true that the three certainties of life are death, taxes, and TSM? Because <laughs> holy shit, right? Like, I know, I know we talked about it before the show. You weren't really able to see all the games because you fell asleep i was i tried to be a trooper and i was just like i think at one point i was just mindlessly going this is league of legends and i'm just like <laughs> i've been watching for 10 hours in a row of one time. i was like holy <laughs> shit so much but tsm like looked terrifying right yes and we were talking about macro and the game before they played team liquid uh, you know, and I don't want to spend too much time on this because we'll, we'll just talk more about it as we go into like maybe our explanation and predictions of playoffs. But Team Liquid dismantled C9 in a 1-3-1 composition, right? They played the map really well. They understood. Pobelter got Rise and again was able to pressure the map and, and do Rise things the same as Ryu, right? Mm-hmm. DSM were like, we're going to have a Tom Kench that has a semi-global all, and we're just going to hunt that one person down with three <laughs> people, and there's nothing you could do about it. They were they did not allow Impact or Pobelter to have free time in, in that mm. like split pushing, right? So that's where it's like, obviously, 100 Thieves is going to be able to like prepare for that, but if you're on your, your A game and you have a good macro as well, that's where those styles could clash and we could see oh, who's yeah. the better team fighter and stuff, right? And it's like, TSM played that Team Liquid game really well. Mm-hmm. Team Liquid had some mistakes, but it it kind of, it was the inverse of that 100 Thieves uh, when they last played like a week or two, two weeks ago, right? It was like, it was a close game, but it didn't feel out of control for TSM at any point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and... That's why I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, uh, Rhino two weeks ago said 
fuck, dude. If TSM make finals, this shit is scripted. <laughs> I think it might. We it might as well be. Team Liquid finished fourth. <sighs> TSM after almost going zero and four, they went one and three in fucking first two weeks of the split. End up third anyway. Uh, like I don't know. This is <laughs> some juicy scripts, but um, I'm loving it. Right and. I think we should just move on and talk about playoffs themselves, right? Like the matchups we're going to see and how how they're going to work. Yeah, absolutely. So basically playoffs, again, if you've been living under a rock, top six teams make playoff. So in the quarterfinals, we have Team Liquid versus C9. And then we have TSM versus Clutch Gaming. And then basically the first and second seeds, which are 100 Thieves and Echo Fox, have that buy. So they don't participate in the quarterfinals and they automatically get to the semifinals. So... And then things are reseeded to figure out who faces 100 Thieves and Echo Fox, but it's pretty much... Nah, so, so there's there's a good way to explain this. So, All right, go for it. 100 Thieves is number one. Mm-hmm. Echo Fox is number two. TSM is three. Team Liquid, four. C9, five. And Clutch Gaming, six, right? So quarterfinals, the way they were seeded was that three versus off six and four versus off five. So Mm -hmm. that's Team Liquid versus C9, TSM versus Clutch. The lowest, like, seeded number, like, or highest seeded number, so highest number, I'm just going to say. So whether it's four, five, or six, will verse 100 Thieves, right? Mm -hmm. So if TSM wins, that means either Team Liquid or C9 will verse 100 Thieves. Because Echo Fox is second, that means they get like the lower priority. That means the highest seeded yep. or the lowest seeded, you know, whatever you want to think about. <laughs> so it's it's like it's like so weird to say lowest seeded because then that means it should be the lower number. It's weird. But the higher number, the lower number versus Echo Fox, the higher number versus uh Hunter Thieves. I think it would be the Clean cut way of saying it. Uh, this also means that a hundred thieves and Echo Fox will go to Miami, whether it is for uh, finals or the third and fourth place match, which is all, always pretty cool, right? Then mm-hmm, get mm-hmm. some travel time. Um, and for everyone else, they're already free, uh, right? I mean, we've seen some players already start going to Korea to home, right? And they'll get some time off before they get ready for summer split, but. Yeah. The first match that will be played will be Team Liquid versus C9 on Saturday, and then on Sunday we get TSM versus Clutch Gaming. Yeah, so we're not skipping a week or anything. It's next weekend. All these matches are best of fives, so all you hardcore fans that are like, best of one suck, well, here you go. You're going to see some crazy draft, some crazy evolution throughout the whole playoffs tournaments from quarterfinals to finals, as well as during each match as it might become three games or five games. So that's really, really exciting to see where the coaches get to shine. And also Hooney playing five different champions maybe in the top lane if he goes to the best of five. Like, I don't know. He's gonna be... play he's gonna play Cho'Gath every single, <laughs> every single time. Um so I mean this is this is gonna be really fun. It's gonna be super fun. And again, like I said about Echo Fox, especially because they have that week by, like Huni will be practicing all this stuff and finding the cheese. And uh, yeah, it's going to be really exciting. And then whoever wins will be the North American representative to go to the mid-seasonal invitations, which will be against the number one seats of every 
major region and a few other smaller regions that go through plans, but we'll do another episode on that. But for sure. Anyways, let's move on to the spicy playoff predictions where we can hopefully be right this time because, uh, Right. No shot. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> Actually, I think I think we know who the final contenders are. But uh, before yeah, we get there, according according to the script, I'm pretty uh, yeah of, yeah. At least one we know must be yeah, a final contender. One has to make it. <laughs> so the quarterfinals. Let's start with the C9 versus Team Liquid match. Who do you have to win it? So and I have why. C9 to win mm-hmm. with a condition. If C9 are not tilted from going god awful the second half of the split, uh, and again, it, it sounds like I'm being like super harsh, but going three and six is not acceptable if you're supposed to be, you know, the number one team mm-hmm. in the region. So, with that in mind, if C9 are not tilted, I think they might have the edge on Team Liquid. So, I'm, I will say C9. As my actual answer for the meme, uh, I will say Team Liquid <laughs> needs to advance, but in 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 theory, C9 should make it. Yep. And for all you memers, I'm saying Team Liquid, but I actually do think Team Liquid have a chance. I think C9. I wish I like looked at the tapes more and did a little more an- analysis on like why they lost these games because what I'm seeing is Sneaky getting caught out a ton, which is pretty rare because Sneaky's always like has always been before he was actually like considered one of the best AD carries. He was always just like doing fine, not getting caught, having a decent KDA whether his team wins or loses. Right now in these last games, like it's like Sneaky is all by himself and completely destroyed, or the first person get caught out, and I don't think i think the top lane is really really important and i don't think licorice will be able to dominate impact hard enough to uh turn the game around and with team liquid coming up and c9 going down i i'm putting that into consideration that team liquid's buff is stronger than team liquid's drop so i'll also say like this this tweet which i thought was hilarious was uh-huh. um it said at the beginning of the season and three points, right? Sven Scare was the problem. Uh, licorice <laughs> is, in, is is a liability. And then C9 lost the offseason. And then <laughs> second part of this split, Sven Scaren was the problem. <laughs> licorice is a liability. C9 lost the offseason. Like, it became like, you know, like the honeymoon phase was like, oh, they're amazing. They're doing great. And it's like, they haven't adapted. They, they've been on tilt. I think it's more of like they've been on tilt. Mm-hmm. And I still don't think Licorice is a good tank player. I think he is really bad on tanks. He doesn't really know how to perform and impact as much as he can. So, again, it's like what C9 is going to show up, right? And it's like in a best of five, uh, maybe Licorice gets banned out, right? And it's like, yeah, maybe Jensen will do great and stuff, but like, if you don't find the uh, like tanks in other positions that will still benefit you, mm-hmm. Licorice might have a bad time. But Impact has have had rough times as well. Yes, so I don't know. I, st- I still feel like C9 is going to be able to pull through, but it- it'll be interesting. I think this is one of my favorite quarterfinal matches. Yeah, like when we were doing the show notes beforehand, this was probably the toughest one for at least me, if not both of us, to figure out like who's going to win. Because one, we want the meme. But two... Uh, yeah, it's it's really tough. 
And I think yeah. you made a really nice asterisk condition to kind of save your butt when people clip this and yell at you for being wrong. Yeah, I'll um, be, like, be like, hey, man, they were tilted. Come on, don't. <laughs> please, no flame. Please. Yeah, always got to get that warranty. But so that's what we think about that matchup. The next quarterfinal match is TSM versus Clutch Gaming. We both agree that TSM's got this. I mean, I guess we haven't talked about Clutch Gaming. Why does Clutch Gaming <laughs> lose this one? They've been consistent at best. And hmm. we've said the line, right? Man, every time they burst people against like below the line, they win. TSM was below the line. They got rocked in that tiebreaker. Holy hell. Um, but I will say this. Ever since the clutch went 2-0, this is a best of five I wanted to see. Because I do want to see clutch in a best of series right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because again they seem consistent they seem like a strong team but they also seem like just your mid-table team right yeah your mid like high table team like it won't necessarily be first but it's not gonna be dead last right mm-hmm. so it's gonna be interesting but i think it's just so tough to put tsm the the way they played this past weekend <laughs> These last few weekends, even. Yeah, the, again, yeah, these, this last few weekends. I mean, they went 2-0 against uh, C9 and Team Liquid. Then they dismantled uh, Golden Guardians like they were supposed to. They dismantled Catalogic Gaming like they were supposed to. And then they had to go into tiebreakers and said, oh, Clutch Gaming, you destroyed us. Now it's time we destroy you. <laughs> and then, again, uh, like I mentioned before, like they had a good game against... Uh, Team Liquid. So, realistically, I don't see TSM losing this. Yeah, it is playoffs. Anything can happen, right? Upsets happen all the time. But for a team that has never missed finals, I don't know. Maybe the script is too strong on this one. <laughs> yeah, and when we talk about best of fives, when we just talk about co- uh, coaching and drafts, um, TSM's got the huge advantage. Unless Dlim's able to pull off something. I mean, he's he he's can. brought clutch yeah, gaming. Yeah up but i have not been impressed with those drafts this at least this week i've been paying attention to it a little bit more and i felt like they didn't get the tools to be proactive and clutch gaming wasn't proactive so i don't know if it's because of the drafts or their play style or even a mixture of both but i just don't think the drafts set them up to do anything except like react and stay passive and And i also think that's that's due to like lira also didn't have a good week Mm-hmm. I think okay. he had a really bad week as well. And it's like, it's sometimes tough, right? You could have the best draft in the world, and it's like, if your players don't play it yeah. properly, it sucks. You yeah. can have the worst draft in the world if your play, players do even more with it, then it looks amazing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you outdrafted them. It's like, it, it's kind of like the winner-loser mentality. It's like, you blame it on the draft. It's the easiest thing. It's like, oh, boy, <laughs> they got outdrafted. But, I mean... In TSM Legends, I know you said you, you haven't caught up and maybe some of you guys haven't caught up. Sven at one point said, our coach is smurfing these drafts. <laughs> it's pretty true. TSM has had really good just overall, right? Mm-hmm. And Coach Song did really well with Immortals on that aspect. Yes. So I'm super excited for this. <laughs> this is like... As as excited as I could get for for TSM right now, because this is this is where it comes down to, right? I mean, 
again, we, we might talk about, oh, well, TSM and playoffs, whatever. Like it, it, at the beginning of the season, even before anything started, it's obvious. It's a given. Mm-hmm. But seeing this trajectory going upwards, it's like this could be, if we see some good games of fives, this could be a team that if they do get out of the group stage, which will be their biggest you know, challenge in international play, they might actually be a force to be reckoned with, right? Yeah, yeah. And the way they adapted from early to late, maybe that translates from week one to two, right? Maybe they pull a fanatic where it's like, man, TSM sucked, dig. They went 0 and 4. Then wait, wait a minute. They went 4 and 4 the second week. What the hell? They made it to, you know, it's, it could be something like that. So it's interesting. Uh, and I'm excited. I am excited, especially as, as a fan, you know, of the team. I think it'll be interesting to see how, how well they do. Um, we didn't talk about predictions on match how many matches they win. I think TSM three O's clutch gaming. I think I'll go with a three one. Three one. Oh, okay. What about the C nine versus Team Liquid game? I think I want to say this goes to best like this goes the distance, uh-huh. but I'm gonna say uh, C nine with three one. I'm gonna say three two on this one. I think it. Yeah, I think both the coaches it, are legit. So. <laughs> That that's <laughs> one question. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so in our semifinals, with our predictions, it kind of messes things up, kind of. So we have a hundred thieves versus either Team Liquid or Cloud Nine. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, no, nope. nope, it doesn't matter. I think a hundred thieves takes it. Uh, I I'll say I don't think it'll be a three zero, uh, because they'll have one game where. Someday does the wrong thing and mm. they get exploited by licorice or impact, and then they just fucking stomp. I think I think I'll give them a three-one. It is semifinals; it's supposed to be closer. I could see it three-two. I again, me picking C nine. I think a hundred thieves still take it over them. Three-one. Um, I I'll, I won't do the double bet. Uh, you know, three one, three two. I'll just say three one. Yeah, hundred thieves. I'm gonna give three one. I mean, a hundred thieves did go one and one with every team except Clutch Gaming. I think they went two and zero. Oh. oh no, I take that back. Uh, with most of the <laughs> with the playoff teams, they pretty much went one one except Clutch Gaming, which went two zero. So I think they all can beat a hundred thieves. And again, that was at the beginning of the half, being out of the split. But I I do think that these teams are good enough to still give 100 Thieves a little bit of a scare and make them sweat a little bit. So I think it's a 3-1 as well. Whether it's Team Liquid or Cloud9. What about... Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure, um, real quick, the mm-hmm. team, the one team that beat 100 Thieves was Cloud9. I'm... What do you... Uh, this... No. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who they lost to. 100 Thieves? That, that, yeah, that one oh, loss. The, who... Oh, on the second half of the split? Wasn't it someone random? It could have been, but it wasn't opt. Uh, it wasn't Golden Guardians was or Echo Fox. Left? Let's see. All right. Well, well, I'll look it up. <laughs> the next matchup: Fox yeah. versus TSM, because we don't think Clutch Gaming is going to make it. Uh, or yeah. So, who wins this one? This I think spicy. TSM. Yeah. I think TSM takes it. Why? Why is that? Why? Because why don't script. you think Echo Fox can? <laughs> okay. Besides the script, why don't the you think Echo too Fox? Strong. <laughs> Um, the bot lane. I think the bot lane is too big of a disadvantage, and I think mid lane is a really big disadvantage. I, dude, the way 
Bjergsen has been playing. He had an interview yesterday and he's like, I don't think I've been doing anything differently. And I'm like, <laughs> he's been playing like crazy. I was like, I was like, dude, you're, it looks like you're smurfing. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like, I like Bjergsen had, I think went like 15, one and 17 yesterday or something. Or like the, like last week or so. I was just like, what the hell? Like, I think it's really good. And it's just Sven and Mithy, I feel like, either beats Altic and Adrian or beats Altic and Papa Chow, right? Mm-hmm. Whoever ends up being, I think, handedly, too. So, not just that. TSM, even in their slump, took Echo Fox to the distance, right? They were yeah. 10k up. And then they threw the game. Sure, but, like, if you give them that right now, they don't lose. Mm-hmm. So, I mm-hmm. actually think it'll be a 3-0 by TSM. So I think it will be a 3-2. The reason why I say, and I give it to TSM. No, and no, I'm, no, kind, no. I'm kind of being spicy. <laughs> but I think that Echo Fox, even though all the shade that I threw at them at the beginning of the episode, I think they will come out strong and potentially better. And I think Huni is going to try so hard. And I think Dardock is going to play so well. But I think they're still going to fall short because of the reasons that you said. Yeah, I mean... It's it's not easy. I mean, again, saying three zero, it sounds like a oh, it's a stomp. I think it'll be good close games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just see TSM consistently beating Echo Fox at the state they are in. Yeah, right. If they falter, if they don't play at their at their high, uh, then it, it, yeah, it gets a little bit tougher. And yeah, I mean, again, I could see them lose a game, but I don't know. I feel like part of me just feels like it's gonna be a three zero. I also don't want a heart attack during that game, so I'll just <laughs> go with the three. <laughs> I will say the way that Echo Fox wins this game is they have to burn Mike Young's hoodie and super glue his feet into his shoes so he can't take them off during the match. That's very true. That's <laughs> that's how that's how you get them. And for those of yeah. you that have no idea what I'm talking about, it's this whole like Mike Young did an interview and he's like, I just t- I just keep my hoodie on, I play with my fidget spinner, and I take off my shoes during matches, and suddenly he's Superman again. You know, he's the yeah, Mike he's, Young we all wanted him to be. That's all he needs to do. <laughs> um, so, with that in mind, third place would be spicy. Yeah. Uh, the third, fourth place match, because the reason we do play them in League of Legends is because seeding matters a lot when it comes to trying to make it into Worlds. Mm-hmm. So, you have Team Liquid versus Fox. Now, for the meme to occur, Fox should win. Is is that what you're going for? Is that is that the spiciness you're hitting me with? You know, after our discussion, like right now, I have Team Liquid winning that. But after our discussion, I think you've convinced me a little bit more. And talking, I'm a, I'm an external processor, right? <laughs> I actually do think now Fox wins this one over Team Liquid, and the meme is just too strong. The script is too strong, so yeah, I, the I meme will change script. it. I will change it. I so, think Fox wins this one. I think it. I think it's V2. I think it is close. I think it is actually close uh, because of both of the team's weaknesses. Yeah. Yep. So again, because I said C9 will make it, I think it would be C9 versus Fox. I still actually have Echo Fox winning the game because like stated, I don't know. It, everything will be played in 8.5 and C9 haven't been looking too hot on it. Mm-hmm. And... Again, if if Licorice has to play a tank v tank matchup or a tank into Huni, I don't see a way you win that game. I still think it'll be a three two win as well. I think it'll be very close at this point. 
Uh, and spoiler alert, I think it's going to be three, two, whichever one we've, we like this third and fourth or finals. All right. Okay, cool. So then for the finals, that means we both agree on a hundred thieves versus TSM. We, I have a hundred thieves. You say you don't care who wins, whatever that means. No, 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 no. So, so you didn't, I said, I don't care who wins parentheses TSM. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Though also the way I did predictions is I just want to I need to see this final. Mm-hmm. I think this would be the best final we'd have. Yeah, because like we've had some really good finals between C9, TSM, Immortals versus TSM was pretty good, but like TSM ended up coming quite ahead with that. But holy shit, these two teams are seem like the powerhouse, and I don't know. I I think it would be really really cool for for like i only said i don't care because i think either team will represent an a properly <laughs> what do you mean lose I, <laughs> yeah i mean it's i you're not gonna beat the koreans but i think they'll do decent right mm-hmm. i don't think they'll they'll be awful it's it's hard to gauge exactly where na is at the moment but i think na is in a good spot um i still think tsm will win and if they do it's gonna be three two all right. So, what what makes you think that TSM is better than 100 Thieves in this matchup? I mean, we've talked a Dude. lot about 100 Thieves and TSM. It's, what yeah, is no, it it's it's when you compare it's it? just it's just so it's so rough, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking, you have Prolly versus Coach Song. They're pretty even on that aspect, yeah. right? You have Someday and Haunter. They're pretty even in that aspect. I think Hanser might take it a couple more times mm-hmm. just because he's a little bit more consistent in lane. Mm-hmm. Key emphasis in lane. Um, Medios versus Mike Young. Dude, that, that's hype as fuck. I think they're pretty even, especially if Mike Young keeps going up, right? Okay. And if if Medios is there. I think Bjergs... I'd take Bjergsen over Ryu. Yeah. That's like my main like tilting point. And then if Cody Son is as good as he's been, it's tough, right? To, to <laughs> put, pit him against. I don't know. It's just so close, dude. I just, I'm just saying, I think TSM has the edge three out of five times. You know? Sure, sure. Yeah. Exactly three <laughs> but, out of five times. Yeah, exactly. Don't three tell out of me five if times. we go to a best of seven, this is going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know at that point. This is a whole different ballpark. But um, I don't know. I think just, their ceiling is so high, mm-hmm. right? We have like caliber players, and I don't know. I mean, what if Afremu is not in his game, right? He, he and I'm not saying he won't be, but it's like it, it happens for both teams, right? If either side is not on their game that day, they're kind of fucked, right? Yeah, and <laughs> I, I, the thing is, I take TSM. With their players, because four out of five of them have been in finals consistently for the past three years, mm-hmm. you know, maybe even more. I think three years is pretty accurate. Two years to be exactly. Um, I, they're they're in that environment all the time, right? They're they thrive in it, mm-hmm. uh, kind of. So I I think they just might have the edge in that aspect. Sure, yeah, I I think that. The mid lane matchup is 
definitely frightening, right? And I'm so curious at what Prolly's gonna do, and how real will prep for it. But how Prolly's gonna like? Is he gonna let Sindra go go through, or what is he gonna let go through? Is he gonna let Galio go through, knowing that they've beaten that Galio by playing this weird team comp? But then Song knows that probably knows how to draft against that team comp. So what's gonna happen there? But yeah, like the mid lane matchup scares me. I actually think 100 Thieves bot lane has the advantage. I think. Mythians, Vens, actually, I would say Mythi's dissynergy or dissonance with the rest of the team that has shown previously, again, this is ignoring like the recent weeks because they are on the up and up. Right? <laughs> yeah, this, this is ignoring everything that happened <laughs> because, yesterday. Because I'm actually talking about their floor. You're talking about their ceiling. I'm talking about their floor now. Yeah, I think yeah, Mythi yeah, sure. can get beaten by Aphromoo. And I think Aphromoo just works so well with the rest of 100 Thieves as a leader and shot caller that... I think I'm not worried about that bot lane. And Cody's son, we keep seeing like he's not doing anything crazy, but he keeps putting up with crazy damage number, like damage stats. And all, yeah, the rest of his steps, he's like one, number two, number three. And I think it's just basically Cody's son is just playing really, really well. It's not that he's being, he's not being challenged. I think he's just playing really, really well, positioning smart that might look passive sometimes, but then he goes aggressive when he needs to. I, I think, I think, and I think. That point is the best thing about Cody Song, mm-hmm. his positioning. Yeah. Everything else, anyone else can do, but his positioning is just mm-hmm. on point right now. And then I, I've but go ahead. To to also counteract real quick, who has the lowest floor? A hundred thieves or TSM? Uh because I'm gonna just real quick hit you with this one. A hundred thieves lost to Golden Guardians for the first time. Golden Guardians gotta win. And that's when they went to the f- like four game losing streak. Five game <laughs> sure, losing sure. Streak. So again, I do, I do agree, and I'm uh-huh. not trying. To, I'm, I, I really, I'm not going to try to sway you with this. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. It'll, it'll be interesting to see who wins. Uh-huh. I mean, we might both be wrong. Neither of these teams fucking make <laughs> yeah, it. To like- finals. We're like, all right, well, um, but, 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 I do think like. I want to see both these teams in their prime fighting oh, against yes, each other. Please, holy because moly. I hundred percent goes to best of five, and it's it's literally it's just like a fight literally from coach all the way down. Yeah, every single you know person. What I mean? Like like I I don't see like it's not like huge glaring weaknesses because I agree with you. Like yeah, okay, C nine. The thing is like in lane. Zven and Mithy know what they, they're doing in that lane. Yeah. Without even needing to talk about it. Yeah. So I think like that's like one of their advantages. It's just, it's so close, right? And I mean, that's why I give it to TSM. And I'm obviously that's why you give it to 100 Thieves, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, it's, it's just, I'm so excited. I just want it to be that time. I don't care about any <laughs> other matches. Yeah. I just wanted to, I just, I really wanted to see 100 Thieves versus TSM mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did that tiebreaker so scenario good. happen? Yeah, I think um this is the interesting part too because TSM is on the up and up and we know like they're just scary, right? The names like behind them. I feel like 100 Thieves legitimately haven't been tested yet, like at their prime. I don't think uh, TSM has either really when they've been like just stomping games because I think 100 Thieves like even though the games might seem close, I feel like 100 Thieves like, no, we got this. We're fine. We're cool, we're cool calm and collected. We know we're just waiting, waiting. Okay, Baron, take it. Good, we're done. Finish the game. Like, that's what they do. TSM just... Yeah. Um, so I want to see both... Like you said, at the, both of their primes because I don't know what happens when 100 Thieves at macro play gets matched by TSMs, you know? 
Uh, yeah, and they and get it, stopped it, at some points and they're trading kills across I could see these games being like they could be super super bloody or like nothing happens for 25 minutes and then like the game ends yeah and I mean something that I, I was reminded of yesterday with the Echo Fox um, 100 Thieves game was that 100 Thieves let Skardner open right mm-hmm. Because they knew Dardock wouldn't wouldn't play it, right? And they're like, well, we can just play Zach into, you know, his Sejuani, whatever. It doesn't really matter. And they won that. They ended up winning that first game, right? Mm-hmm. It was 50 minutes long. But you put TSM in that scenario, you can't let Skarner go. Because Mike Young looks ridiculously strong <laughs> on Skarner. And then if you don't first pick Zach... Mike Young is going to first fix that. You know, it's, it's just like it changes everything so drastically. And I think these are currently the top two teams going in. And I said it, I said it at the beginning, right? Even the even though the standings through didn't show that, I still think you don't want to verse 100 Thieves and I don't think you want to verse TSM. Nope. I, I think everyone agrees with i think everyone agrees with that even before week nine started everyone's like people don't want to be against tsm like you still if tsm ended like six somehow and they still look the way they did like everyone would still be scared of tsm because i think players have been talking about in interviews or behind the scenes that tsm have been looking really good in scrims so it's everyone's like behind the scenes are starting to get more and more scared of TSM as TSM was rising in the rankings every, every week from like week six or something. I mean, Aphromo was like, Oh, TSM will be fine. Right. Like Mm -hmm. when they were in their like two, one, five stomp, uh, slump or whatever, two and four slump. And when Pobelter was interviewed Saturday after they finally clinched playoffs, TSM hadn't clinched yet. And he's like, well, you know, are you are you happy to be going into playoffs? He's like, yeah, of course. And, you know, and Avali asks, well, who's the, the team you're most scared of going into them? He's like, TSM, for sure. TSM hadn't even been locked in. Like, there was still, <laughs> like, that small possibility TSM wouldn't have made playoffs. Like, uh-huh. he's like, TSM for sure, right? And it's like, again, you don't, you really don't want to first this team. It feels like, it feels like TSM are kind of like becoming like the Patriots <laughs> of the LCS. It's like, God damn, it's always TSM, man. Fuck TSM. Everyone hates TSM, but TSM fans, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the same time, you're like, we don't want to verse that team. <laughs> you know, but if someone you else knock them out, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like if, it's like if you beat them, you're like, fuck yeah, dude, we did it. But you don't want to be the team that has to go into that 50-50, right? Mm-hmm. And... The way they've seen, I think it's, I mean, they're, they're a really scary team, right? And part of me still feels like there is a chance for the C9 versus TSM finals. Uh, so I will say that as my backup prediction, that will be the finals and it'll be TSM 3-2 due to one final fight for the second Elder Dragon where... Jensen throws. Jensen just <laughs> forgets to press some button, whether it's flash, whether it's heal, whether it's Zanya's, and dies. And then the I, I don't listens. want to see another gif of Jensen like shaking. I'm like, that's so. It's so sad. It, it's so heartbreaking. No, it's a, it's either gonna be Jensen, Sven Skarin, 
or licorice is gonna like have an awful TP or something gets fucking destroyed. <laughs> it's a four v five. TSM just march on to win. Uh, That'll be my backup, dude. <laughs> There's no other team but C9 makes, in my opinion, the other team like aside from like hundred thieves in that side of the bracket makes it, but C9. All right, cool. So those were our spice predictions. Let us know what you guys think in the comments below or tweet us at our Twitter handles, which are also in the episode description if you guys want to contact us or let us know how we're doing, give us feedback or tell us like, hey, you guys are dumb and we'll be like, all right, cool. And uh, it'll be fun. So let us know what you guys think. And I think that is it for this episode of Eye of the Watchers. So we'll see you guys next time. Peace.